0: Willkommen bei Ad Films. Mein Name ist Patrick Holzapfel und heute sitze ich hier wieder mit einem Filmemacher. Und da er wieder nicht deutscher Muttersprachler ist, werde ich wieder auf Englisch wechseln. So, I switch to English uh, to welcome und Hello. Hello. Hi, nice to meet you. Um, you are here with your film *Intregalde*. Uh, yes. I, I'm never sure how to pronounce it. I think *Intregalde*. You, you just pronounce it very well. Okay, that's <laughs> because the eye is a bit different, no? The, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I know. Um, a film about—I I try to describe. It's like three human aid workers uh, are in the in the nature, in the forest, in the mountains, in in Romania, and they um, are basically already on their way out, and then they meet. Or
1: they are They're on their way to deliver humanitarian uh, aid to uh, villi- villagers in a remote village in Romania.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then they meet uh, an, an old man on yeah. the street. He walks there and he says he's walking towards a sawmill. Yeah. And uh, they uh, take him, but. Then things get complicated because apparently the sawmill doesn't really exist anymore, and they have problems with the mud on the street. They they get stuck and so on.
1: Exactly. So yeah, and, uh, they, they, and they have to rescue the old guy from the uh, abandoned sawmill. So. Exactly okay. because I mean. it's very cold in the night. And yeah. The forest,
0: so yeah, um, and I think I mean this um, film
1: is related to a
0: lot of moral questions. Um, first of all, uh, the big huge question of humanitarian aid. Is it what is it is it necessary uh, is it what are the problems with it? How, how do we deal with that? So my first question is how did you research that part of, of, of life?
1: Well, I, I it was actually a Long time ago 10 or 11 years ago when I heard about these humanitarian expeditions organized by uh, this 4x4 uh, clubs uh, they normally organize these contests, uh, the off-road contests, but uh, once a year they try to play the Santa Claus and to deliver, uh, to organize themselves. Actually, they are really well organized and they, they deliver uh, small packs of uh, food and small objects, maybe some toys for the kids, uh, to the, the villagers in the remote uh, villages in, in Romania. There, there are uh, these kind of uh, villages in, in Romania where uh, people can, can travel for miles uh, to, from one house to another, so uh, the roads are really bad and in the winter time it's really hard for them to, to survive, to get around. I mean, they survive, of course, but it's, it's nice to, uh, to think about them once in a while and to deliver some things, some goods. So I I I was I I took part in two of these expeditions in 2012 and 2015 I think so 2015 uh, with my co-writers with Alexander Zvan and we uh, managed to because we we I I thought it's a it's a good starting point to talk about generosity because mm-hmm. as you said it's it's a, it's a fertile ground to talk about this subject, this mm-hmm. kind of story because uh, it's always easy to be generous when you are in a comfort zone mm-hmm. when you are in your car, when you are with your friends it's also a, a, a combo of satisfaction <laughs> if you want uh, you also have the chance to, to be generous to show this on the Instagram, to make some photos with the villagers and to, to have some, some fun, to do what you want, to go on, on uh, bad roads with the uh, powerful uh, 4x4 cars. Uh, so it's comfortable to, to be generous in these circumstances but in, uh, when you are in danger, when your life is in danger, it's a completely different story and our character uh, uh, are in this situation uh, at, after one one uh, in, in one point of the of the film, they have to choose if if their own safety is more important than uh, the idea that they uh, uh, they want to rescue this old guy. It's really uh, it's dark in the forest. It's really cold. Uh, so uh, and they don't know the the geography of the of the place, but they they decide. Uh, I mean one character decides to to push the others to uh, to rescue the old guy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah and it's I mean you showed that very early on there are like little cracks in this kind of ideal situation of, mm-hmm. of, of generosity when they talk in the car you feel sometimes there's things said that you you know you get a bit alarmed of their how upright they really are, and how it really can work in a crisis situation. I think it works. Yeah, very well. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because this this humanitarian aid, they, these kind of people are doing each year the same thing okay. in more or less the same place or places, whatever. So they, uh, actually, the 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 humanitarian, the generosity behind these these trips, are uh, getting thinner and thinner, and yeah. it's a much. Uh, much more about uh, having fun and about uh, uh, getting uh, uh, having a nice meal and some some uh, uh, beers with with the friends and mm-hmm. get together if yeah, you yeah, want. yeah and you mentioned already that this like comfort
0: zone also exists of course in the car or yes, in the cars course. they drive around so and you a lot of the film takes place in, in cars in this in this Land Rover cheaps and yes. um, so I wonder first of all how how you conceived that script wise I mean this idea of being in the car for such a long time and then also how it was to shoot in, in cars all the so, so many yeah sons. well
1: well that place it, it starts as being the comfort zone but, but of course when the uh, when when the car it's uh, uh, it got stuck in the mud and then it goes into a small uh, small stream sm- uh, a small river uh and then towards the end of the movie, the gasoline went went out <laughs> uh finished uh it's not it's not a comfort zone anymore it's uh, it's almost nothing <laughs> there. It's just uh, a piece of metal uh it it was a little bit difficult because we had to have two cars, two identical cars, but once. Uh, one car we, we used when we shot the interior shots, and we, uh, the other one we we use it for the exterior shot. For the one uh, that we shot the interior, we we cut the the roof and we organized um, uh, a small a small dolly, a small track for the for the camera and places to put the lights and everything, just to the the microphones, so it it uh, it would be. Uh, well prepared for uh, for the interior shoot mm-hmm. and uh, the other moral
0: question i was i was pointing at is of course related also to to the filmmaker to film poverty to name label it like that like to film people that are uh, not part of like the city life cultural city life whatever but really go there and i think you you're my, my actor luca sabin yes He's uh, he's an amateur actor no? yeah, he's a local he's, guy he's a local guy so maybe you can tell us about how you found him and how
1: you worked with him yeah well uh, for me in the in the two humanitarian expedition that I took part uh, for me the problem was that uh, uh, the the people involved in this expedition don't really they', they they don't want to know more about mm-hmm. the, the villagers. They just want to, they don't want to connect with the village. They, they don't, don't want to know uh, in depth the, the problems of, of these people. Just being nice, being good, deliver goods and go home and and put this on the Instagram. So uh, I, I thought it's, uh, it's, for me it was clear from the beginning that uh, I should stay a little bit more in that area to know a little bit better. and. Uh, most of uh, all, to choose uh, uh, local people to act as uh, as the characters, because I, I ra- wanted this level of authenticity from the from the from the character. I wanted you to be puzzled when you, you when you see him uh, on the screen. So I was lucky with Lucas Sabin, To be honest, I mean, it wasn't easy. Not everybody. I I, I found him in when I was in the location scouting. Uh, he was just. Uh, going uh, with with uh, some other villagers to to cut the grass in the in the local cemetery Uh, so it's uh, but not everybody was keen to uh, to to be part of the of the film they are normally they, they want to stay out of it. They, they want to take care of their, their business. Uh, They're a little bit suspicious. But this guy really wanted to, to be part of it. And he looked exactly like the, the character. He looked fragile, although he, he was not. <laughs> physically and physic- uh, psychically, uh, mo- um mentally. Uh, and he had the same uh, job as the, as the character. So uh, when I was talking to him, I was uh, collecting some stories from, from his life mm-hmm. he was a woodcutter so uh, we inserted the stories in the film mm-hmm. and uh, we we didn't improvise i mean we inserted prior to the to the shooting and we rehearsed everything as mm-hmm. if it was the the um, the original uh, script the script uh, but I I was really keen in in working with with, with these people and putting this uh, authenticity uh, on screen mm. in in a way. It was very important for me because otherwise you cannot write characters like mm. that. Mm. Is it also true for the locations? Especially at the
0: end, we see these these houses where they live. Is are these. All like you you found yeah, yeah 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 we didn't build anything yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: these are uh, these are normal uh, these are the, the their houses uh of course I was very uh, it was very important for me to for, to Savin, to understand that he's not playing himself mm-hmm. because uh, although it's a part of he 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 put in, he did put in the film a part of his biography, a part of the stories that he, he knew, he's not playing himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's really very different from, from, from the character. Mm-hmm. But it was helpful that uh, he, has, uh, he has a wife and the wife uh, played also in the film, it's the, the neighbor that uh, takes care of, uh, mm-hmm. of him and this was also very helpful. Uh, because of the intimacy, intimacy of the uh, of the final uh, scene of the movie, uh, it was helpful. And the house that uh, the, the neighbor's house is actually his house. So, uh, yeah, of course, all the houses in the, all the, the locations in the, uh, in the, in a the film are uh, let's say ninety percent as I found them when I was in location scouting. Yeah.
0: Then there's something I find interesting that happens I think to the landscape but also to the whole mood of the film Mm -hmm. that is... In the beginning I was very surprised to see in a... (laughs) I must say, I see in a Romanian film beautiful landscape shots. Something (laughs) that never happens. (laughs) So, um, and then after a while it turns almost into... I mean, it gets darker in the forest, uh, the forest transforms almost into... It's almost like in a horror film. We don't know what is happening, flashlights and darkness. So um, how did you work with that, with these moods and these uh, ideas about, uh, yeah, the
1: atmosphere? For me, it was uh, clear from the, from the beginning that the uh, nature w- would be a, the uh, a, like a character in the film. Uh, it would test the, uh, the, the 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 other characters. Uh, so you're right. In the beginning, it's uh, it's a it's it's really beautiful there are, there are amazing valleys uh, uh, beautiful panoramas uh, nothing could go wrong <laughs> in there uh, so it's, it's the part of the, the movie where we are talking about this comfort zone uh, and then they're going to the, the forest and everything changes and this is actually a particularity of, of that, that area the geography is like that mm. it's changed mm. a lot from uh, I don't know in uh, in three or four kilometers it becomes uh, completely different. It's in Transylvania. It's in Transylvania. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. northwest, a little bit north west of uh, in in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and the same, but the same is it's not only true for the landscape. It's also
0: true for the way you work with time. I mean, this has been always uh, important in your filmmaking. Um, but I think in the beginning, this long shots give uh, also a sense of. I would not say peacefulness, but a sort of being there. And then after a while, they they create more and more tension and more and more, you know, uncomfortable. You feel uncomfortable for seeing these long situations. For example, when when uh, the the main character, I mean not the main character, the Lucas I Abin mean, disappears. Yeah. Nobody does anything against it, <laughs> and you and and just or just being at the car. And you wonder what is happening, so yeah, do you, how do you work with time because it's so, so
1: big in your films anyway? Uh, this is the, this is why it's important for me to shoot in, uh, in long, uh, long takes. Uh, uh, I think that it's important to, uh, to synchronize the time of the audience with the time of the, the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a way so I can just pretend to be the middleman and the, uh, the, the viewer will will connect more organic more naturally with with the story so they can feel this piece at the beginning and then uh, uh, towards the, the the middle and the end of the film the tension it's uh, it's there so they can feel more or less what the, the characters are feeling it's not a subjective angle but it's somehow... Uh, uh, a way of synchronizing the time as you as you said uh, of course uh, because you you were talking about this scene when when the uh, the old guy is disappearing in in the forest uh, what's new in in this film comparing to my other films is, is that I'm not sticking all the time with the uh, with the main characters uh, I do most of the time but from time to time it's like it's almost like I I, I want to have uh, uh, the perspective of the place, uh, if you want, of that place. It's an objective uh, uh, bit of storytelling and uh, uh, it was, as I said, it was important uh, to, to have the, the place, the nature uh, as, as almost as a character in, in this.
0: Can you, can you tell us a bit how you work with, um, with for example, do you make a shot list? Or I mean yes. yes, so that means you you have a precise idea when you yes. go there. Yeah, it's like a,
1: a yeah movie. yeah yeah. Well, well of course, uh, in, in in this film it was a little bit more difficult because we were shooting in uh, in difficult locations. So I I just had to adapt a little bit more. Uh, so I we rehearsed a little, uh, We rehearsed for two weeks, I think, in in Bucharest with the actors, mm-hmm. and then we we went. There and rehearse for three weeks in the in the, in the locations, so we knew exactly uh, uh, how the the camera movement will be, the angles, the the framing, and we did insert the uh, the the locals in the rehearsals mm-hmm. because we 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 had the rehearsals with with the uh, the actors the professional actors and with mm-hmm. me as as the uh, <laughs> the old guy playing the old guy so they would know exactly more or less not exactly but more or less what what uh, uh, they should do and then we we rehearsed with with lucas abin mm-hmm. we changed the lines we changed a little bit in in location the uh, the way we, uh, we were going to shoot every, every morning, I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning and I, I, I uh, made some changes in the shooting list and in the dialogue as well, so the actors uh, and the DOP had a, li- lit, uh, a little bit of surprises each, each day, but not big ones, mm-hmm. I mean we knew what we were, uh, were going to do. Mm-hmm
0: speaking of the dop i'm maybe it's a bit technical but i'm interested in the because you shoot when it's very dark already in the in the forest so so how what which camera did you use and did you use any light to make it a bit brighter or how did you uh,
1: actually at the shooting it was really bright <laughs> i mean we <laughs> yeah, yeah. we did put a lot of uh, a lot of light mm-hmm. uh, uh, because uh, tudor the dop uh, wanted the right balance between the flashlights and the normal light of, of in, in the forest it shouldn't be of course it should be uh, really dark because it's dark there but you should see something so this this balance this equilibrium it's really hard to uh, hard to get so for that you have to uh, to put a lot of light uh, in the uh in the film so this is where i i i got things wrong from the beginning because initially i i i thought uh, about this film as a low budget film but then of course it wasn't so uh, so cheap after all because lighting all, all these, uh, uh, these big areas and, and in the forest uh, where you, you you just have to climb and just put the lights uh, in, on the trees. It's really very cost... Uh, it's not cost-effective at all. I mean, it takes time and... Uh, yeah. uh, but it was really a, a, a struggle and I'm really happy about the, the result. I mean, I like it very much the, the way... Uh, the way the... Uh, the way Tudor... Uh, manage to to treat the darkness hmm.
0: yeah so maybe my last question goes back to to the moral aspect I had in the beginning as a as, as something we, we talked about because you're this film like also some or most of your films before has uh, balances very well between you you are not judging anything no. it's ambivalent it is there do you Sometimes I mean because when you talked now I felt that you have a clear opinion on, on these things of course Because you're there, but you also pose a problem as a filmmaker you you don't say this is how it is and that's it so um, Do you feel sometimes uh, the temptation to to really you just, for example make a very critical film on that or is that yeah, no, not at all. It's, I
1: I don't think it's really interesting to. For me, it's not interesting to to make this uh, uh, this uh, radical choices. For me, uh, uh, this is why a subject it's interesting if it's puzzling me. If I don't know exactly what's what's right or wrong, and I try to discover, and maybe I can raise this kind of questions for the audience. Uh, so it's it's very interesting to. To be a, like a defense lawyer for each characters, because I think that, that each of them has uh, they are not saints, they are not heroes, neither of them. Uh, but I think that they, they have they uh, their uh, the truth, their their truth in uh, in a way. So I try to, to discover this, and I try I I I don't want to judge them, I don't want to take sides. This is a really important aspect of of my my filmmaking, and from the beginning. Uh, as I told you, it's really not interesting for me if I, I have a clear opinion and I, I just want to be partisan, you know, uh, when, when making a film. Mm.
0: Very well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, have a good uh, first screening, which will be today. I hope so. Thank <laughs> <Okay>. you. <laughs> Thank you.